is a life-changing message by the Reverend Sam Crunchy Ankara. Judges chapter 6 verse number 13. Judges chapter 6 verse number 13. Judges chapter 6 verse number 13. Then Gideon said to the angel, Oh my Lord, if the Lord is with us, why then has all this happened to us? And where are his miracles, which our fathers told us about? Saying, did not the Lord bring us up from Egypt? But now the Lord has forsaken us and delivered us into the hands of the Midianites. My sermon title is in the first two lines. If my Lord, the Lord God is with us, why then has all these? And the subject title is, why all these? Why all this? I decided to shoot this series that will be running through September to the 1st of October. And it will be part of our, the celebration of our Convention of Saints, which we are going to do it in the most unique style because of the covenant uh, this year. Are you clapping or you are doing something like clapping? Your clap often doesn't encourage preaching at all. Already the mask is taking away your worship. So if the clap offering too is not coming, then I'm telling you, it will be very difficult to know whether you are alive for me to preach. Give God a mighty clap. So next week is General Assembly. So when the leadership uh, meets here uh, at the Oyer Dome for the three days, I will tell them how we are celebrating Convention of Saints this year. But what prompted me to start this series, I was watching television and I saw a stampede at the national, the conference center. And I asked what it was. They said, job fair. And that companies and corporate groups had been asked to come and display. Uh, People should come and then put applications and their CVs for possible engagement to jobs. Ladies and gentlemen, stampede. Grasses were shattered. People were had blood all over the floor. Started crying. I said, what is this? And as they interviewed some of them, some of them have graduated since 2012. They are without jobs. Then to add to my, my, my depression, somebody calls me. It's Apostle General. I've lost my job in these two years. I've never worked. My rent is due. So I need 15,000 to renew my rent. 15,000 Ghana cities. One person from one. <laughs> one person from one person. Then unknown to him, another phone call arrives in the same week, last week. This guy, his son was hospitalized. And uh, after medications and oxygen and all the things that doctors did, the child died. So 
His bill, his hospital bill is totaling 15000 He has to pay for them to release the body. So I asked him, if I give you 15000 to claim the body of your son, how much then do I also give you to bury him? So, one week, request 30000 from two people. Then another person also, we had to pay 5000 uh, hospital bills, 35. Then there were others um, that Mama Rita and I, we had to send them by Momo, 1,500. All of them, they needed money to attend to hospitals. And you know, when you go to the hospital, uh, when you see the doctors, straight away, they'll show you to the laboratory, go and do the blood test, go and do this, go and do that. And as for the test, you have to put money before they run the test on you and so on. The week alone, request that have come to Mama Rita and I was getting to a total of forty to 50,000 Ghana cities. Ladies and gentlemen, if you are in the service today because you are waiting after the service, you want to talk to me and ask me for money, don't waste your time. Because I cannot cope with 50,000 per week. I can't cope. I can't cope. I, I can't just cope it. As a matter of fact, the president of Ghana cannot cope. 50,000 that you are dishing out every week, how much is coming in? Then let me address those of you when you come to church, you are looking for a rich man, a rich woman to go and talk to concerning your need. Here's what you must know. That that rich man and that rich man you are targeting, there are other 10, 12 people who are targeting him, the same person. Why? Because there are not many. Rich people are not many in our society. There are few. Whereas the poor are plenty. And so 10, 12, 20, 100 poor people going to one rich man, you would deplete his finances. He won't have money to do his business. He won't have money to maintain his house. So here is my position. Here is my position. Today in my sermon, I will direct you to a God who can take care of you better than the man can take care of you. You, you better increase that clap offering because today I'm, I'm here to solve problems. Here's the second thing that I'll do. Here's the second thing. That I, as a prophet, I'm speaking to this nation and I'm speaking to the politicians that they better sit up and work because that's the reason why we voted them. If you can't create your get out from that place and let somebody else come. What nonsense is that? And what annoys me is that they will not accept any criticism and any correction. Anything you say, they will have a defense. Anything you say, they will have a defense. They are not humble. They are not humble. I don't know if now I'm, I myself I should form a political party and go and, and try my... How many of you will join my party? <laughs> I rebuke the spirit of shoddy work in this nation. The spirit of no care. The spirit of greed. Oh, what I saw on television was an eyesore. Stampede. 
aggressive. The police has space for 5,000 people to be employed. 90,000 field application forms for 5,000 jobs. It means that 85,000 will be turned away. So, today, one, I am introducing you to a higher authority and God, because as for these people, if you trust and you depend upon them, you will be, you will be disappointed. You will be disappointed. You will be disappointed. Number two, I have come to shift your direction and your focus of trusting men. When church closes, you are looking for rich people to ask money from them. They have no help to give you because they too, their finances are drained. The little they have left, they have to think about their businesses and their families. You better better pay attention to this series I'll be giving. And let me connect you to a God who is higher and bigger and greater to help you. Increase that clap often if you are here with me. Increase that clap often if you are trusting God. With that introduction... I have a song for you. The Lord is my shepherd. Let it lift your heart. If you can sing, sing with him. And then I'll come with a continuation of the message. The message title is, Why All This? Why, why, why this nonsense? The Lord's my shepherd I not want he made me love to love in precious pain. why three things are happening to you. Number one, a person who asks why is a person who is totally dismayed and overwhelmed by situations of life. 
You are dismayed. You are overwhelmed. The thing has overtaken you. You start asking, why all these? Why are these things happening? Number two. A person who asks, why, 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 is a person who is totally helpless about the situation that he or she is facing. You are helpless. No answers. You've tried everything and nothing is happening. Helpless. Number three. A person who asks why. Why all these? It's a person who has clearly run out of options of solutions to the challenge. Options are run out. You have money, but the money is not helping the situation anymore. You've tried every doctor. Nothing is happening. You've gone everywhere. Options are run out. Here are some group of persons, some groups of persons that I have identified who ask why all these things. Find out if you know somebody in that group and extend a word of prayer for that person today in our service. And if you don't fall in any of the groups here, then I consider you a superhuman and I will need you to pray for me when church closes. Come and lay hands upon me because I want this anointing that you have that you don't ask questions. Why? Why all these? Number one, I know a group of people who are serving God but always afflicted with problems and challenges. They are serving God. They are in the choir. They are protocol ushers. They, they are serving God, but affliction be what? Sickness be what? Poverty be what? It's one trouble to the other. Those people must be asking questions. Where is the God that performed the miracles that were told? Why are all these things happening to us? Here is another group that I have personally met and I know. The man is a good man. The woman is a good woman. Suddenly they die and they leave their children. And their children keep asking this question. So what happened, God? Why did you take daddy, the one who pays our fees? God, why did you take our good mother from us? Look at the stepmother who has come. Look at the way she's treating us. You didn't hear me. I didn't say the man was a sinner. I said the man is a good man. The woman is a... Oh, Jesus Christ. Why all these? I know another group, very hardworking, but they have nothing to show for their hard work. Hardworking, not, nothing to show. 
foreign agent job. Others are prospering. He alone and she alone. <laughs> it's amazing. Same hairdressing. Same dressmaking. Others are breaking through. But she will never succeed. I know some people in this category. I know another group of people who are asking why all this. They are beautiful girls and intelligent. They are not looking for rich men to marry. They are just looking for men of character. Because they are trained in character. They are educated. They are beautiful. So they just want men who will stay and live with them to call husband. Ladies and gentlemen, every man that comes their way is a man who doesn't qualify. What is this? And yet when they see him on the cheap office and his wife, solid, solid character. See, Papa, Papa, they see. See, why am I not attracting good men? Why is it that me, all the men who come my way, are liars? <laughs> why is it that all the men who come my way, they don't have degree, but they come and tell me they have degree? And it takes me three months into the relationship for me to discover that they don't have degrees. Here is another group of people I know. Maybe you know some. If you know somebody, extend your prayers. She's just been looking for one child. Ten years in down, down, down the marriage, she's not getting pregnant. And when she goes to the hospital, the doctors will tell her, there's nothing wrong with you. We have checked your husband's sperm. There's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong. If there's nothing wrong, why are we ten years without a child? Why all these? I know another group of persons. They are brilliant and they are intelligent, but they will never pass examination. I I met one about three years ago. She met me on the compound and she was crying. Said, Apostle General, I've been wanting to enter the university the last five years. Just one subject to pass. I have failed, I have failed, I have failed, I have failed. I've gone to private teachers, I have private teachers, I have this. I had finished preaching, I was going. And I was touched. So I brought her back to the altar. She had a sacrifice. I said, put the sacrifice on the altar. I prayed from my heart. Ladies and gentlemen, that was the last examination she had to write. And she passed. She's in the third year at the university right now. If a higher anointing had not intervened, if God had not intervened, if the altar had not spoken, 
the devil wanted her to do was to go and burn one, burn two, and just go and sit somewhere. And yet, if you saw the girl, the lady, confident, well-spoken, she should not be failing. She should have graduated five years ago. Five years before the time I was meeting her. Brilliant, intelligent, but failing examination. I know another group. Qualified. First degrees. Professional qualifications. And they were among those that I saw on television crashing their head. Smashing glasses. The police could not control them. Because it's a do and a affair. So in Guinea, The guy who moved the president is the president's bodyguard. So he's shown with an umbrella uh, covering him from the heat of the sun. And then he was, what she said, you, you don't know I'm looking at your stupidity and your foolishness. The next time you'll be holding this umbrella for me. <laughs> so the newspapers wrote, Okukuseku, <laughs> And then they, and anyway, they also renew anyway. Fear, fear man. For am for am am beton for am beton. She had the sagbeye suronipa. Not just some So as he was following him all along, he was also may any hidden evil in your house. Clap your hands and say, fire out. Fire out. Because the thing is serious. The guy is master bodyguard. So what time does he have to go and hold meetings for the cool? So he will hold the meetings when the master was sleeping. Anybody who flies over your roof when you are sleeping, clap your hands and say, fall down. 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 They said there are hidden enemies you should believe this story. Here is the reason why I will not carry 15,000 Ghana cities and give it to you for rent. I won't do it. Here's the reason. Here's the reason why I will not carry 15,000 and give it to you and say, go and bring your dead son from hospital and go and bury him. Because when I take 1,000 Ghana cities, I can feed five families by giving them 200 Ghana cities each for food for one week in this nation. 1,000. I can give to poor families 200. 200, 200. They'll buy small garri, they'll buy small maize, buy small rice and oil and they can feed themselves for the week. Here's the reason why I won't take 10,000 and give to one person. Because 10,000, I can pay 10 people's hospital bills by giving them 1,000 Ghana cities each 
to go and run their tests and buy medication when they, after they have seen the doctor. Here is the reason why if you are here and you want to talk to Reverend Agri after service, don't bother yourself. Because the rich people in this church, they are few, they are not many. And as you are thinking about coming to talk to him, know that there are 12 others who are also coming to talk to him. He cannot cope. We can't cope. Why are all these things happening to me? I bring you to God who is the ultimate and the God who knows it all. He is the one who created you and he knows what you are going through right now and he knows how to fix the problem and he knows how to solve the problem. Somebody clap your hands and say the answer is with God. The answer is in God. Oh, come on, say it again. Say God has the answer. God has the answer. Tell somebody the answer and the solution is not with any man but God. It's God. It's God. That's why for me, anytime they raise this song, I won't sing it for, for, for singing because the tune is nice. I sing it because it's a prophetic song. I will lift up my eyes to the hills from west come my help. Clap your hands and scream, help! My help come from the it's a prophecy. It's a revelation. No, it's, it's a prophecy. It's a revelation. He said, He will not suffer thy foot. Thy foot to be moved. The Lord that keepeth thee. The Lord that keepeth thee. He will not sleep. He will not slumber. For the Lord. For the the Lord is your Lord help me. Lord help me. No man can help you. 
blessed are they who put their trust. Guess is the one who puts his trust in man. But as for us, we shall trust in the name of the Lord. Trust in the name of the Lord. How many rich people can you talk to? I've received phone calls. And then, Apostle General, I, I want to join the police. They said protocol list. So if you can mention me and let them give me protocol list. Question. How many names can I present to the IGP to give me protocol list? Look at the sons I have, the size of my church. So huge that if IGP is going to give me protocol list, he won't give me more than two, more than three. So what do I do with that 100 people? I will lift up my eyes to the hills from... Please, you better know this God. You better believe in the altar. You better believe in your God who knows what you need. He knows the pain. He knows what you are going through. Stop trusting man. could be so rich and they could have it all suddenly something can take them out of your life, they are dead and gone what do you do? you better accept my gospel and believe in this preaching and don't miss any of this series why all these? before you ask the question, God already has the solutions and the answers are you clapping or you are doing something like clapping? Are you clapping or you are doing something like clapping? Are you clapping or you are doing something like clapping? Clap it. Clap your hands and say, I serve a living God. Say, I serve a living God. Clap your hands and say, I serve a mighty God. I serve a mighty God. Say it to yourself. Scream it to yourself. Let your heart believe it. Let your heart believe in the confession. Say, I serve a mighty God. Serve a mighty God. Oh. Jesus. Take the word of wisdom for the day. Take the word of wisdom for the day. Hashtag AG wisdom. Put it on there. It's there. Don't let anyone take away your inside God medal. Inside dash God medal. God dash medal called faith. Full stop. What you say or do to yourself is more important than what others do or say to you. Apostle General. If you know any of the people that I have described today, they need this message. Send it to them, please. If you know somebody who's asking, why all these? Why am I qualified but I'm not getting the job? Why nothing is wrong but I'm not getting married? Why am I beautiful but I'm not getting married? Why?
God performed miracles for us. Why then are all these things happening? Gideon asked the angel, why? Don't let anyone take away your inside God medal. There is a medal in you called faith. What you say or do to yourself is more important than what others do or say to you. Mark chapter 11 verse number 22. Mark chapter 11 verse number 22. Mark chapter 11 verse 22. Can we preach together now? Can we preach together? Read with a loud voice. Let me know you are not sleeping. Let me know you are connecting with me. Ready? Go. Again, this time improve the intensity. Uh huh. Screaming for the last time. So Jesus answered and said to them, Have faith in God. I know that anytime somebody tells you, Have faith in God, have faith in God, you look at the person and say, You, when you see faith, can you identify faith? What is faith? Do you know faith? Do you know faith? I know that's what you'll be asking. So in verse number 23, Jesus continued with a revelation. That gives you the definition of faith. How faith looks like. How faith works. And today, I'll break it down and simplify it for you. That after today, if you don't have faith in God, know that you are, you are, you are not counted amongst believers. You, you are out. Go and queue where 90,000 people are looking for 4,000 jobs. Go and queue there. Read verse number 23 with a loud voice. Read go. Assuredly. Oh, I can't hear you. You are reading like you didn't go to class one. Ready? Go. Whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things that he says will be done, he will have whatever he says. Two definitions of faith over there. Number one, if the person believes in his heart, and number two, if he says it with his mouth, it is the simple, simple definition and practice of faith. Believe in your heart. Believe in your heart. Believe in your heart. And that's where God has a problem with you. What do you believe in your heart? Remember, you are dealing with a mountain. You are dealing with a situation. The mountain is that situation, the long problem, the tall problem that is before you. Jesus Christ says, when you see a problem as high as mountain, don't laugh. Don't cry. Don't run away looking for juju. Don't run away looking for deliverance. When you see a problem as high as mountain, number one, believe in your heart. What do you believe in your heart? Believe that if the mountain is tall, your God is taller. If the mountain is big, your God is bigger. That's what God wants you to know. That is simple faith. Anytime you believe God to be superior, anytime you believe God to be bigger, anytime you believe God to be higher, God says you have qualified first definition faith. Clap your hands and scream faith. Clap your hands and scream faith. 
faith. Clap your hands and scream faith. Faith. On the other hand, anytime you see the mountain and you start shaking and you start fearing and you start screaming and you start running away and you start looking for men to help you, you are zero in faith. Zero. So believe in your heart. And then he says, when you also believe in what you say. So in other words, it is not what others say to you or do to you that matters. From today, it is what you say when you see the mountain. What do you say? What do you say? Hey, this mountain will kill me. Hey, this problem will kill me. Hey, hey. And men of God are crying this way. But deacons are crying this way. Ordinary church people are crying this way. When you see the mountain, number one, believe that there is a God who is bigger than the mountain. Number two, open your mouth and tell the mountain, this mountain be removed. Go into the sea. Vanish from my presence. Get out of my presence. Don't, don't, don't smile with mountains. Don't dance with mountains. Don't, don't cry to mountains. Don't kiss mountains. If you shall say, if you shall say, Jesus Christ says that's faith. 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 So, so practicals. Practicals. The person looks into your face and says, uh-huh, you, are you the one that they say we are going to marry? We will see how you marry and succeed here. You don't smile. You don't run away. That's a mountain in front of you. You will open your mouth and say, yes, I will marry and I will succeed. In the name of Jesus. Come on. Believe God, say something. Believe God, say something. You, you, you and your father's house, you will die before your time. Say, I shall not die. I shall I not will die. live and I will declare the works of the Lord. Say, you and your descendants will die before me. As for me and my descendants will live long. Say to the mountain, be removed. Be removed. Be removed. Be removed. Be removed. Be removed. Those of you who don't speak our local languages, tree. English is so sweet, so you don't know the battles. When you are fighting with a gang woman in the gang compound house, here are some of the words. And then when you hear the words, start clapping. A gang woman will look at your face and say, Hey, that's a serious statement. If somebody releases that upon you, you will be naked and people will gather to look at your nakedness. You don't clap. You don't shake. You invoke Mark chapter 11 verse 22 verse 23. Say, it will not happen. This mountain be removed. You will be naked and you, people will come and look at you. But as for me and my house, 
we are for signs and wonders. The Lord will protect and the Lord will preserve us. Yes, sir. What you say will not happen. Yes. Clap your hands and say it will not happen. 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 Shout and say it will not happen. It will not happen. And let me teach you when a girl person tells you that one, how you respond in girl. Because the girl to girl, then she will know and you will know that you are standing upon something. When it says you will be naked in girl, Oh, woman. I don't know Look at your dog face. You see the English is not nice. Here. Dog face and things. That's the production. You want to try it? When I release any mountain before you clap your hands, I say, pull down. Every mountain of problems. Pull down. Poverty mountain. Pull down. And the curse upon your life. Pull down. Those who don't want you to marry. Pull down. Those who don't want you to succeed. Pull down. Those who are manipulating you. Pull down. Manipulating the spirit. Pull down. Witchcraft manipulation. Pull down. Those who are frustrating you. Pull down. Those who don't. Sit down. Sit down. Now we know that no man can help you better than your God. We know that no man is bigger. No, nobody is bigger than your challenges and your troubles than the God who is inside of you. Yeah. There is a medal called faith. It's a winning medal. It's a gold medal. I, 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 I thought you should be celebrating and praising God and Clap your hands and confess and say, From today, I will win the battle. Say, I will win the battle. I will win the battle. Say, I will not fail. I will not fail. I will not fail. Say, I shall win. I shall win. So, so ladies and gentlemen, when Jesus is talking about faith, 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 this is it. Believe in your heart that He is bigger. He's bigger, greater, mightier. Mama Rita was, she needed money. She was crying. Money for Shiloh. She had to pay some bills. I said, you, I thought you small had to preach. You don't respect anointing anymore. Come, let me show you a certain prayer. When you pray, the following day, somebody will call you and give you the money you are looking for. <laughs> so she became excited. <laughs> he said, hey, honey, Hey, you know what this you are not showing me? I said, ah, this secret, I don't show you until I realize that you can handle the secret. And I'm not going to show you because some of you, you will abuse it. Big time. I said, when you go to God, tell him A, B, C. And go and sleep. 
the following day, the following day, the following day, somebody called her and the money she needed, pam. And she thought it was just, you know, I said, you want to try it again? He said, honey, need a trial. Why? This is, this is working. So I, I told her, I told her, wait until you need money again. Wait until you need. So this is the abuse I'm talking about. This is the abuse. Wait. So three days she came to me, so honey, I need money again. <laughs> I said, okay, go and go and do it. She went to do it. Pum, 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 Friday now, pum, it landed. Then the greed I was talking about, when she got the second one, he said, oh, <laughs> Let me, I'm, I'm going to ask for big money now. <laughs> this thing is working. I'm going to ask for big money now. I told, I told her, this is what I've been doing. This is how I'll be able to bring the work to this where it is now. You, when, when you abuse the secret things of God, because, see, God can give you money today, but the money can kill you tomorrow. God can give you the money, the money will make you backslide. Because you are not ready to handle the blessing. So God waits till you are ready. You are humble. He knows that when he gives you money, your first point of call is him. Then the things will start happening. So, by the way, this secret, I will not go to my grave with it. No, 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 no I won't die with it. I promise you. I, I promise you. But I won't give it wholesale in a sermon. No, I won't do that. When I see those who are faithful, I'll call them and I'll give them the key. Show them the secret. So you have to prove to me that you are ready for this. Because I don't want to bury you too early. Within, within about two weeks or one month, she had paid Shiloh bills to the tune of half a million. Within two weeks. Bills which were piled upon her and she was getting pressure. Oh, this day, my pressure is higher than her. Her pressure is normal. Because she sleeps well. Look at verse number 24. Look at number 24. Look at Jesus Christ speaking. Faith. Therefore, I say to you, whatever, whatever things you ask, when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. So what's the difference between asking and praying? Some of you ask, but you don't pray. To ask God 
It's not the same as you asking your husband or your wife or your uncle or your father. For some crunchy uncle, you have to ask me because I am not God. So if you don't ask me what you need, I will not be able to know. But for God, you don't ask. You just have to desire. The moment you desire it, God knows that you are asking. Whatsoever you desire, when you pray, That you have it. Believe that you have it. Believe that you have it. Believe that. Why should you believe that what you have prayed? You haven't got it. But why do you believe? Why should you believe that you, you have it? Why do you believe? You believe that you have it because the God you asked that thing from has enough to supply what you have asked. He's big enough. He's got it in his storehouse. So again, faith takes you to believing in your heart. Why all these things? If, if God, we, we heard about you that you perform miracles. Why are all these things happening to us? Why young people in our country and we are perishing like that? Why? No jobs. Can't pay hospital bills. Oh, woman, woman of God. The hospital bills I have paid this week alone. The guy was asking me for 15000 to bring the dead body. You know what I told him? I said, what do you need a dead body for? Give it to them as a gift. <laughs> Give it to the government. Because when the dead bodies remain in the mortuary for a long time and nobody goes for it, the government takes over the possession and the government buries. So let the government bury. If you like, write a letter to them that you don't need a dead body. You have given it to them free. They should take it. Because if the 15,000, if I give you 15,000, 10,000 can bury the boy and then you can use 5,000 to do business. As a matter of fact, 5,000 even to bury, 10,000 to bury the dead is even too much. It's too much. You can buy the coffin for 1,500 and then the dressing and everything, 2,500. Uh, where you go and look for a cheap grave, uh, 800. So you can bury your son at just 3,000. And you can save 12,000. Let them take the body. Tell them you are giving to them. It's a gift. Pardon? Yeah, they, you, they, they should, you can even donate it to medical school. Uh, let them use the body f- to teach the students. And then if you like, you can do a funeral without the body. You just put his photograph somewhere and the people come and sing and then you take a sour, put it in your pocket. (laughs) 
If you believe and you shall say, if you shall say, if you shall say, so to the onus, now it's upon you to say, not what does, what others say to you. What others say to you or do to you doesn't matter. More than what you do to yourself and say to yourself. From today, when they say you will not make it, that's what they have said. You, what are you saying? I will make it in the name of Jesus. When they say to you, you won't pass the examination. That's what they have said. You do what you say. I will pass and I will go to university and you will see me here. You won't marry. That's what they have said. What do you also say? I will marry and I will give birth and you, my children will fetch water for you. When they say to you that you will never finish putting up this building. That's what they have said. What do you also say? I will finish this building and I will invite you for lunch in my house. Whatever they say, reverse it and say a better one for yourself. Clap your hands and scream and say yes. Yes. Say yes. Yes. Clap your hands and shout and say yes. Yes. Am I blessing somebody this afternoon? Somebody, are you ready to shift your faith to, uh, from man and sh- put your faith upon God? Have faith in God. That's what Jesus says. At this juncture, I want to connect you to worship and prayer. So once we are worshiping God, I want you to commit your prayer. He said, whatever you shall ask, pray. Whatever you desire, pray. And when you finish praying, believe that you have it. And he says, you will have it. You prayed about a scholarship? Oh. I was looking for a scholarship for some students here. I told the guy, I'll bring ten names. See, so, what person, you know, ten names, that's a lot, that's a lot, that's a lot. So I took 10 names. I said, oh, please try for me. I said, in fact, as a matter of fact, I need scholarship for 300 people. So 10 is on the low side. Ladies and gentlemen, he was able to give me only five. Five. And as a big man, I am wise enough that I should not bother him again with other five because when he sees my call, he won't take it. So I put all these things together and said, look, I will trust God. I will trust in the name of the Lord. So here's a true story. And Pastor Power will come. We sacked a cleaner last week. We sacked a cleaner last week after deductions of taxes and so on their take home is around 800 and then we pay their social security and so on they don't, they don't work full 8 hours no. they just come clean and then they go and then they are very busy when we are in church so while church is going on and we are using the place they are cleaning, that's it. But Monday, Tuesday, and other days when there are no activities over here, they come clean in the morning and that's it. 
Every month they get 800. This lady decides to be cleaning our altar here, which is not part of the job. Here, there's nothing, no cleaning. It's the ushers. When we finish service, the ushers close up this place. So people don't use this place until the next service. And it's the usher's responsibility to clean this place. So I don't know what brings the cleaner here. But she has her own strategy. And she thought she was smarter than the Holy Spirit. So she comes here as if she's cleaning here with the, the mop brush, the long one. Then she will use the brush to scoop an offering. And she will normally take the bigger nose, the 200 and the 100. She will scoop. And she's so stupid, doesn't know the camera is picking her. So, we go to the camera, we look at the camera and then view activities which have taken place throughout the week. So, we went in and then we saw this person cleaning and then we saw her scooping. So we went back to other weeks and then the camera spotted her. She was doing it about four to three times. In Royal House Chapel, we have zero tolerance for thieves for three reasons. Number one, one thief can harass 10 to 12 worshippers. One thief. If he steals iPhone today, next time it's in your bag, next time it's somebody's purse, not some, you know. So one thief can worry our worshippers. So we don't tolerate them here because we value our worshippers more than thieves. I'll say that again. Somebody say, Apostle General, but I thought that church is about sinners. Oh, that's what I'm preaching. So if my preaching doesn't change you, you will change. So, you are here to be changed. You are here to be transformed by the word of God. So, if the word of God doesn't change you, nobody can change you. So, I will prefer you out so I can save 10 worshippers. So, I can protect 12 worshippers. Genuine and true worshippers. So, that's the first reason why we have zero tolerance for thieves. The second reason why we have zero tolerance for thieves is that once we catch you, we suppose that you have been doing it always. God has been giving you the opportunity to repent. You have never repented and now you have been caught. So we believe that it's not the first time you've been doing it. The third reason why we have zero tolerance A person who steals in the church, in the house of God, has already cursed himself and herself and a generation. Nobody can help you. You won't get deliverance anywhere. To steal on the altar in the house of God? Oh, please. Please, show me. Why are you going to go for deliverance? The money the people put on the altar... Are all monies carrying troubles? They have come to put their cry of pain on the altar, their cry of sickness on the altar, 
their cry of deliverance on the altar. That God will take it and that God will bless them. Then you come to take it. Are you God? When you take their money, you have carried their curses, their sicknesses, and their troubles with you. That's it. So that's why these are the three reasons why we have zero tolerance. Zero tolerance means that nobody will beg for you. Oh, we won't listen to anybody. We won't listen. Because we want to protect our church worshippers from harassment by people like you. So, in the discussions that will fire her, Mama Rita was leading the discussions. So, Mama Rita asked her, so why would you come to an altar, not once, not twice, but as many as four times, caught by camera? And when you know that we tell you we have cameras here, we have cameras here, we have cameras here, what? Are you a fool? For your information, there are cameras everywhere here. We caught some technicians and some choristers, uh, some worship people, uh, but the, the cameras. And as for the worship people here, praise people, uh, technicians, they have, they have, they have managed zero tolerance for thieves. I have zero tolerance. They have negative five tolerance. <laughs> reason. Reason. According to them, they've been going to sing. They leave their bags. So they want to be sure that whoever is sitting by their bags is a person that can be trusted. So when you steal once and they catch you, not only will you not have a place to sit, nobody will even sit by you. As soon as you come, you hear gossip going on between two people. They are gossiping by you. They say, Julio Thomas, eh? the thief, the thief is thieves. So, watch out. So, so they become, they, they, they harass them so much that they can't stay in a church. Then they leave. And here we believe that transformation of the human soul comes through the hearing of the word. Faith coming by hearing and hearing of the word. We are changed and transformed by the renewal of our mind by the words that we hear. So if these preachings are not changing you, ladies and gentlemen, I'm telling you, your problem is gargantuan and huge. Huge. When you hear the word of God, change a little today. Here, another one next week, change again, change again, keep changing. In five years, you become a perfect person. If in five years in church, your life is worse off, then you are not taking God seriously. You are a disgrace to me. You are a disgrace to my anointing. And those people, I don't tolerate them. Because this sermon I'm preaching to you, I spent the whole night to come and preach this one. So if your attitude tells me, oh here, fair flare, apostle general, oh baburo follow, kwashia, bulu. I won't change today, I won't change tomorrow. Eh? God will expose you. Ladies and gentlemen, it's hard work that I put into Cambridge. Hard work. 
And all that I want to see is transformation. That lives are transformed. People are changed. I want to see that people are getting closer to God. I want to see that people are maturing. I want to see that people are becoming spiritually independent. I want to see that people are confronted. For example, in this sermon, my only aim of this sermon is that from today, don't trust any man anymore. Because the people over there, when they got there, they forgot about us. And when we are talking, they say we shouldn't talk. Next campaign, I don't know whether I will even allow any of them to come to this church and come and campaign. I'm not saying I will not do it. I'm not saying I will not do it. Because I could, the Holy Ghost could ask me to change my mind. Especially if the Lord speaks to me and the Holy Ghost says he's going to win. So bring him to your altar and bless him. I have to be obedient. Mama Rita asked her, why, why would you do that? Why? She says, Mama Rita, I have two sons. And one of them, the school said they should buy cutlass and bring to school. And Mama Rita was looking for money. The money was not coming. So, 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 so. And here's what the woman of God asked her. The woman of, the woman of God asked her, So, you came to steal on the altar. The woman of God asked her, What do people do at the altar? So, if people pray at the altar, why didn't you come to the altar to say, God, I need money to buy cutlass for my son. And you cry upon God and you tell God that there is money in the altar, but the money doesn't belong to me. So I won't touch it. Send an angel to bring me money. I'm telling you, Mama, Mama Rita said to her, when she gets out of the auditorium, she will see Dickens Sophia at the uh, compound. And Dickens Sophia will say, ah, what are you doing here? He said, I just went to the altar to pray. I'm believing God for money for my cutlass. How much are you believing God for? 100. Dickie Sophia will open the purse and give her 200. If it is not Dickie Sophia, it could be Mama Rita. Mama Rita will just flash by. It could be some God will send an angel somewhere, somehow to pray on the altar. And that's, that's, that's not the subject I'm dealing with now. If you believe, pray. If you ask and pray. If you pray, whatever you are believing that you have it, you will have it. If, if you are here, you want to talk to me after service, please come. I'll bring you to the altar. I can't cope by giving out 50,000 a week. I don't have that money. And if I decide to give you the church's money as well, also, then a time is going to come here, our microphone won't have electricity power because we have used all to give to people to bring their dead bodies to go and bury them. You should have come to pray. 
God will answer you. Two weeks before she was caught, her supervisor, Dickie Abigail, one afternoon, was passing and she was on break and she was having a lunch. Let me describe the lunch. It was omotuo with pan of soup and every meat under the sun was on the food. There was there was intestine there was kotoje there was oxtail there was dry fish there was naha ka wa we we and and the only meat that was not there was the intestines of the lion it was not that it was missing and and According to her, that day she didn't find Jonathan. <laughs> if she had found Jonathan, Jonathan would have shown her where to get the lion's tes- testicles. And when her boss, the Kenabigel, asked, Hey, Madam Cleaner, look at the food before you. She raised the eye like this and look at the Kenabigel. And then as I began in our tree language, now can say you're here now. You think we are poor? If you steal, you eat by heart. If you work for it, you eat with common sense. Number two. Number two, the camera caught her four times. How many times did she have to buy cutlass? She bought the cutlass four times. It's a spirit. And, and, and here's the sad part. And that one I cried. Mama Rita looked at her and said, you have worried your two boys. You've worried them. You have brought a curse upon them. Your boys will grow. And they'll start struggling. And they don't know. Mama Rita said to her, when your children start growing, they start suffering, tell them the truth. Tell them that you stole from the house of God. And that somebody's prayer sacrifice. That she has come to pray the whole night. You came in the morning and under two minutes you you stole the money. That's why your children are suffering. And these children will go from deliverance center to deliverance center and nothing is happening. Maybe at that time you would have been dead and gone. You were a wicked woman. May God punish you. Wicked woman. You can't sell your body because you are in need. You can't steal because you are in need. You can't do 419 because you are in need. You can't commit suicide because you are in need. Why all these? Why all these things? God, before you ask the question, you already knew. Next week we'll move into a higher level. Many are the afflictions of the righteous. But the Lord delivers them from them all. All. 
all. Who said God has a sea affliction? Who said that? Who said that? Give God a chance and let him work with you. Give him the chance. I wanted to connect with Pastor Pa. As we worship. Ask God, say God, increase my faith. Let me believe and know you in my heart. The reason why this man of God is sweating and sweating is that he wants me to know you on personal basis, personal terms. Lord, I want it. I want it. If you want to come to the altar, please come to the altar. If you want to cry, go ahead. If you want to pray, pray. God knows who you are. Those at the arena, please join us and be involved in this session. Father to child, spirit to spirit. This is a prayer. Breathe your name. Lighted by your word, your breath of life. That's how I come alive. That's how I change my world. Father to child, from your spirit to my spirit, I am lighted by your word. And with your breath of light, that's how I come alive. Don't just keep quiet. And I, I will release you. I will feel it. Prepare to make a request. Clap your hands. Clap your hands. Say, say, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Every mountain. Every mountain. Every mountain. Every mountain. Remove. 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 Clap your hands. Clap your hands. Pray. Pray. Go ahead. Let up your voice and declare. Let every mountain be removed. By fire. Come on, lift your voice in the name of Jesus. Let every mountain be moved. Come on, clap your hands in this place by prayer. We decree and declare. Let every mountain, mountainous situations, anything standing before you right now, as you clap your hands, you are commanding it to be removed. Who are you before me this day? I command you to be moved. Yes. You shall become a plane yes. in the mighty name of Jesus. Yes. Whatever yes. that you are standing yes. in my life, yes. I command you, yes. you are coming down. Yes. You will be low yes. by fire yes. and declare yes. on the altar, be moved. The other time when I tell Zachariah, he says, Who are thou, O mountain? Before some crunchy anchor. Clap your hands and say, Who are thou, O mountain? Who are thou, O mountain? Mention your name. Before David. Are you ready? Remember, the mountain is that tall problem that magnifies itself and submits you and shakes you into fear. Clap your hands and say, Who are thou, O mountain? 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 Before some crunchy anchor, before David, you shall become like a plane. You shall become like a plane. And in the end, and in the end, I will shout, I will shout, Grace, 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 Grace. Give the Lord a mighty celebration. Yes. 
Hallelujah. Can you go and tell five people, say, your God does not lie and he does not fail. Come on, tell five people, say, your God does not lie. Are you prophesying? Can I give you another assignment? Go around and tell five people, what he cannot do does not exist. Oh, there's somebody he cannot do that's not. Prophet, I say, what God cannot do does not exist. Cry. Tell somebody, what he cannot do does not exist. Oh. Can you go to somebody and say, you do not lie. You do, you do not feel. What is hard for you to do, it doesn't exist. Oh. It can never ever exist. Oh. Who be the right key? I be the right key. Is it that? He be the right key. Oh. You do not. You, you do, do not lie, you do not fail. What is hard for you to do? It doesn't exist, oh. It can never ever exist, oh. Oh, are you standing there? You do not lie, go you to do not people. Go to fail. People. Go to what people. is hard for you to do? It doesn't exist, oh. It can never it exist, can never ever exist oh. Come on, go to somebody again. According to your knowledge and your will. People, you just learn to sing, but I pull it as a prophecy and I do miracle service, so I know what lines I want, I know when to come in, and so on. So, you sing for entertainment, I will sing for ministry. Is that okay? You two exuberance. So, every day, watch me. So, when I'm on a platform, I don't sing the way you people sing, I sing it according to the result I want to achieve for that day. All right. Prophet. All right, go to some people and say, You do not lie, you do not fail. Come on. You do not lie, you do not fail. What is hard for you to do? It doesn't exist. Oh. It can never ever exist. Oh. I like to go to another person. Go to another person. You do not lie, you do not fail. What is hard for you to do? It doesn't exist. Oh.
It is our fervent prayer that this message will have an effect on your life and will lift you to the place where you belong. For an additional copy of this and any other life-changing CD, please look up the address on your CD. Royal House Chapel International, Tatin our generation with the power of God. God richly bless you. Ancient words will die.